I'm excited. I am pumped. <laughs> hey, great intro. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Copy <laughs> that. I'll, I'll use it on my website. <laughs> uh, Richard, do you have earbuds? Do you have headphones? I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm hearing. A, yeah, you hear that? <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Let me stop talking. All right. Microphone check. There we go. Yeah. That's how do you sound, Richard? All right. All right. Are you there? Are we good? There's like a yeah, little de- there's a little delay on your end, but we'll make it work. Okay. All right. All right. Again, this is you know an honor. This is a huge honor to have one of the living legends. That's right. The man, the myth, the legend, the showstopper, the icon, the main event, <laughs> Richard Norton in the house. I mean, this is huge. This is huge for me. This is huge for the movie Dojo Army. Huge for the channel. And uh, it's huge for the martial arts uh, community. Uh, we all love you, and we appreciate what you do for us. And, uh, you know, again, my mind is blown that you uh, decided to show up here on, on on the Samurai channel, on Preston's channel, my channel. Again, I appreciate that. Let's see who is here. Movie Dojo Army showing up here in chat. We got Trey Doe in the house. Eric Planter. Oh. Right, I love right. food. Heather this this Love. This is a huge Asian movie enthusiast. Legends. All right. Still hearing some feedback. <laughs> Richard Norton in the house. I mean, so this is huge. This is the movie for the Army. Huge for the community. We all love you and we appreciate what you do for us. What's happening? And uh, you know, again, my mind is blown. That you, uh, do you have YouTube girl. muted? Right. Make sure YouTube's right. muted. So let's experiment, Rick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick you out, and then I'm gonna send you the link again, and you're gonna come back in. Okay? Let's let's try that. Let's try that. Okay? We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it work. Hold on, chat. We'll be back in a bit. We're gonna, I'm gonna remove Rick. We're gonna work it out here. <laughs> All right. I don't know why there's a there's a <laughs> there's an echo. Are we good now? I think we might be good. Yeah. Um, I'm getting all sorts of I'm getting everything coming back through my earphones. Hmm. I am not sure what's what's happening there. Let me remove myself and then I'll come back in. Hold on.
All right. So, yeah, I'm not sure why there's this crazy feedback. It's usually once you put the, ear, the, ear, the earbuds in, uh, you're good to go. But we'll, we'll work it out here. We'll, we'll figure it out. I think we might be good now. Is it still coming in? Yeah. Really? All right. Let me, well, let, me ch- let me check your mic settings here. Hold on. All right. Let me check. All right. Let's try it now. All right. He's going to come back in. We're going to try again. We're going to make this happen. <laughs> What's going on, chat? Movie Dojo Army. What's going on? That's right, Equalizer 2000. Orlando knows what's going on. All right, let's see. Let's, let's give it another chance, guys. Here we go. All right. How's it sound now? Um, Is there I'm, still... I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm still hearing, you know, what you said five minutes ago. That's weird. Okay, hold on. Let me uh, let me check my settings real quick. Hold on. Mm-hmm. All right, let's try it now. Microphone check. check. Oh, no. That's that's worse. That's worse. Man, Man, what's going on here? here? Hmm. Hmm. Can you hear me now? Uh, You sound great. I just don't know why there's an echo for me. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. It's weird. Yeah, it keeps, uh, what we said a few minutes ago keeps Yeah, I don't know why it's doing that. <laughs> but you have but you, you have actual YouTube, YouTube in front of you YouTube muted, YouTube right? Muted, right? Uh, how do I do that? Are you are, are you, you on your, your desktop? Oh yeah, I'm on my laptop. Yeah, so just, yeah, check, just the, check the volume, the volume for, your for your desktop. You want to you mute that or turn it all the way down? Because that's probably what we're hearing. We're hearing. So it might be at the so very bottom of your right, bottom of the screen. Of the right of the you see like a little speaker. Like looks, a little like a speaker. speaker. looks like a Just speaker. Just click on that. Just click on that. And then uh, well, it should be able to. I'm at the top. Okay, well, either, okay. either one. There you either, go. Either one. There you go. And then try to mute and that. Try to mute that. Well, uh, but if I mute that, then I lose your sound altogether. I, I, can you hear me now? You no. sound great. You sound great. Yeah. Uh, then, well, yeah. that's better. I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. I think we're good. Okay, good. Okay, good. Is a, a, a little bootleg little delay? Bootleg it's fine. Delay, it's fine. We'll get through right. it. We'll get through it. Okay. All right, you ready? Sound to you now, person. You sound great, Richard. You sound great. All right. Yeah, it's yeah, not echoing great. back at me now. All right. Apologies, Sorry, guys. I'm, we're going to have a little bit of... Oh, no, no. I'm I'm right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll make it work. Right, we'll, we'll make it happen. All right. Movie Dojo Army is here hanging out with us today. Oh yeah, oh, Dark yeah. Gable in Dark the house. Gable in the house. That's right. We got some That's fans right. got here, some Richard. Fans here, Richard. Here we go. Here we go. Hello, Mr. Richard Norton. Norton. Loved, Loved your movies from Kick Fighter to, to China O'Brien with the fantastic CT Rock. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they were they were they were good good memories in my life working with Cynthia. As you probably know, we ended up doing eight or nine movies together. And I first met Cynthia when I was in Hong Kong doing the first Jackie Chan movie. And I yes, heard about yes. this blonde, blue-eyed American girl in Hong Kong, and I didn't know Cynthia at all. And, uh, of course, we ended up doing Millionaire's Express, and, you know, then we got hooked up with China O'Brien, Raging on a one-two. We, we had a good relationship. And, and I always loved, once it was 
they referred to us, or one writer referred to us as the Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers of martial arts. Yes. I yes. that's pretty cute. Yeah, that was that was, yeah, that was great. That was great. Yeah, Asian that. moving through, moving through just here going, Jim Carter. Jim Carter. <laughs> yeah, Jim Carter with Kurt Thomas. Rest in peace, Kurt. Um, I was very sad. You know, it's not that long ago Kurt passed away. And God, yeah, it always makes peace. me think, you know, somebody that's just such an amazing athlete. And, you know, when their life is cut so short, it's yeah, it's yeah. tragic. But I tell you what, the message is there's no guarantees anymore. You've got to live every day, you know, as cliche that's right. as that's right. that sounds, you know. That's right. So, that's right. so how did you get into martial, martial arts, arts and what, and what motivated, motivated you to get in the film industry? Well, martial arts was just something that, came along in my neighborhood, you know, I started with judo, then ended up uh, joining a karate school. This is in the 60s. So that's how long ago that gives you an idea of how old I am. But <laughs> I started in the 60s. And oh, goodness me. I'm that's sorry. fine. That's it's all right. right. It's um, take your time. Take your time. Yeah. Started in the 60s and just kept on, you know, I, uh, I, I ended up moving to the US in 1979. I was doing personal bodyguard work for Linda Ronstadt and James Taylor, Fleetwood Mac, you know, there's a number of bands I was working with, and I ended up going to the U.S. at Linda, Hunt, uh, Linda Ronstadt's uh, request, called right. Chuck, right. you know, called Chuck Norris up and started training with Chuck every morning at his house, and that's how my movie career started. I you know, love we the hair. Three-hour workouts every morning, and Chuck was in the pre-production for the Octagon, and he knew I could handle all these Okinawan weapons and uh, yeah. asked me if yeah. I'd play his main nemesis in the movie. And that's yeah. how it all yeah. started. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, awesome. that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I just uh, rewatched just Octagon, Octagon the other day. The other day. It's, fantastic. it's fantastic. And, and I, hate to say I hate to say this, but the but end the fight with you and with Chuck, you Norris Chuck Norris is actually is better actually than the finale fight. Thank you very kind. Uh, Look, but we, yeah. we had fun. Chuck and I ended up working that out in the backyard of his house, you know, along with his brother, Aaron. Yeah. <clears throat> we put all that together, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And I, I kind of like the way they shot the fight. In, in the, You know, later on in the career, cameras tended to move in close and get all shaky and go all over the place. Whereas yeah. the Keo fight with Chuck was kind of set back, and you could actually get to see, you know, the actual action that was going on. And we shot that in Indian Dunes. Ended up shooting till about four in the morning, so it was pretty tiring. But it but it was fun for me because that was my first, like, well, almost my first movie fight. And uh, yeah, you know, yeah. for for the costume for people to know, you know, the reason I was all masked is it I was technically Asian, right? Because right. I was Tadashi, you know, Yamashita's kind of right hand man as the is Sakura. So they covered me all up, and and the breathing also. People always comment, "Oh, all this breathing." Well, I only did that once, by the way. I I went <sighs> one time, which is in Japanese karate that I do goju. There's a breathing kata called sun chin, and it's ibuki breathing, diaphragm breathing. I did it once, but of course the director really loved it, so he ended up dubbing it in throughout the whole fight, and <laughs> so I almost became like a martial arts. Darth Vader as a result of that. <laughs> well, you definitely well, you were definitely intimidating. intimidating. Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I have a great memory of Kia because, you know, when you're in, there was four of us, Aaron, you know, myself and two other guys did all the ninja work in Octagon as well as me playing Kia. And the thing nobody knew for quite a while into the movie, nobody knew who was actually playing Kia. Cause I never said, cause I'd come out of 
wardrobe as this person. I remember walking to the set one day and it was almost like the parting of the oceans, you know what I mean? I'm walking down because I yeah. wouldn't talk yeah. to anybody and it became, it was very funny to me how intimidating that particular costume and the character became. Oh, yeah, it's great. Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, but this is going to make you laugh. So I actually, so ran, I actually into ran into you. you. This is a long, this is a long, time, long ago time ago at a Bruce at Lee a convention. Bruce Lee convention. And, uh, and uh, I'm going to show the I'm photo show for the you photo just for, for you, fun. Just for Check fun. this out. Check this out. Hey. hey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. And yeah, as you can see you here. See here uh, you, got a bit of, you had a bit of a Seagal look back then. A <laughs> <laughs> little goatee. And, yeah. uh, but, yeah, oh, I ran yeah, into you ran there, into and you were very, very nice. And as you can see from this photo right here. You look exactly you look the same, same. Unlike, otherwise, otherwise me, me, I look like I'm, I'm 85. Like I'm 85. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's not easy, you know. It, 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 it doesn't just happen by accident, you know. It's a lot of yeah. training yeah. and working out and everything else because I'm 71 now, so starting to really get up there in years, you know. You but it's okay. Look at... We're still hanging in there. That's right. That's right. That's right. You're still, That's in right. still in shape. Still in shape. Yeah. Still yeah. teaching martial, martial arts. arts. It's great. It's great. Still training hard. Yeah. yeah. So you got, you so hooked you up with, uh, with the director of Red, End of the Dragon, Dragon, Robert Klaus. Klaus. Yes. And the producer, Bob uh, Fred Weintraub. Force Fi. Uh, teaming uh, up here with up Joe, here Lewis Joe Lewis and, and Benny the Jetakitas. How was it filming was it this filming movie? Oh, uh, look, I was like a kid in the candy store. Because, you know, remember when I did Octagon, I'm just this Aussie kid with this funny accent. I get to work in Octagon. Pat Johnson, who is a friend of Chuck's, wanted me to audition for Force 5. <clears throat> and I remember going to the audition process and there was like a hundred of the best martial artists in America, Keith Vitale and Bill Wallace and all these different people. And I remember at the time thinking, what am I doing here? I mean, what hope have I got? I've got a funny accent. You know, I'm against all these amazing legendary martial artists. Anyway, cut two, we get to the final 10 and I'm still one of the final 10. And that was a nice. big change for me in mindset because I suddenly went, you know what? Instead of saying, why me? I started to say, why not me? I've trained just as hard as anybody. And that attitude was a big change in my career. And I ended up, you know, obviously getting one of the leads in Force 5. And that set me on a whole whole movie journey of my own, you know, albeit a lot of lower budget movies. Um, it's all good. But all good. I just had an absolute ball, probably got 80 under the belt to this day. And Force 5 was my first lead. And to be on the set with guys like Benny Dijet Urquidez and Joe Lewis, Master Bong Suhan, the list goes on and on. You can imagine. I was like, how good is this? I get to right. do what I love doing and actually get paid for it. doesn't get better than right? that. Right. It doesn't. It and yeah. uh, and chat, chat or Movie Dojo, Dojo Army, Army, if you ever if try, you ever to, try hustle, to hustle uh, Richard, uh, Richard at Pool. Don't hustle, don't hustle them. them. This is what's going to happen. Gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, an interesting little thing about this fight scene. Well, first of all, you know, as you know, my name was Ezekiel. I mean, go figure, Ezekiel. And I'm wearing this star, which I hated. I said, I don't want to wear this star. But, of course, you know, as the actor, you just go, you know, aye, aye, and you do what you're told. And uh, that was my throwing star. But one of the one of the people actually in that pool room fight scene is Frank Dukes, who martial artists would oh, know. Wow. Oh, wow. He's the one that I actually throw the star and hit him in the chest and knock him backwards with. Wow. And Frank, 
again, for those who may or may not know, is supposedly what the movie Bloodsport with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme was based on. Right. So that's a right. little bit of history. Yeah, there so you I got go. to throw a shuriken into Frank Dukes' chest. So yeah, <laughs> <you> like that? <laughs> take that, Frank. Frank. Yeah, take that. Oh, oh boy. boy. Now, here's a now Chuck, here's Norris, a Chuck classic, Norris classic. Besides the besides Octagon. The octagon. Forced Vengeance. vengeance. Now, <laughs> did you help did out you with help some of the stunts and the fights in, the fights in, this, in film? this film? Yeah, I was I was mainly there to help choreograph fights, train a couple of the actors, and, and it's very funny. I mean, look at that. God help me. That looks like I look like a porn star there. But um, you know, and it, 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 and that role, I wasn't meant to play that role. In fact, I remember sitting in uh, the trailer with Chuck. We're reading script and we're having a laugh because the character that I played in the script yeah. is literally yeah. described as, uh, um, God, what's his name? What was the name in the, in the story? I forget now. Anyway, he, he looks and sounds like an off-duty airlines co-pilot. I mean, what is that? You know, what sort of a description? So we're laughing about who's going to play this. Of course, the actor ended up not being able to turn up. So guess who ends up playing the role in my little right, red right. shorts and everything and being very, <laughs> very funny. But it was it was fun. We had we had a tremendous laugh over that whole role. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, so I just, uh, so recently, I just watched recently watched Jim Cotton. Jim Cotton. Mm-hmm. And I just had, a lot, just had a lot of fun watching it. Watching uh, it. Uh, again, uh, again uh, R.I.P. Uh, Kurt. Uh, but I love I love your character in it, Zamir. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that character. You know, the, the only unfortunate part for me, well, look, the origins of Jim Carter was Freddie Weintraub, who produced Enter the Dragon, and who I ended up, again, doing China O'Brien, a few of those movies with. Fred had an idea that he wanted to create like an American Jackie Chan. And because right. of the acrobatics and Kurt being an Olympic uh, um, caliber uh, gymnast, he decided he wanted to cast Kurt Thomas in the role. And I spent a number of months in Florida training Kurt. Oh, nice. It wasn't nice. easy. This is no disrespect for Kurt because there's nobody better, you know, physically in that with their body than someone like Kurt Thomas and being a gymnast. Right, right. Martial arts wasn't his particular forte. It was quite difficult. Hence, a lot of the fights in there, you know, when you, when you choreograph fights, people always got to realize that, the caliber of the fight and how difficult and complex the choreography really gets down to how well the actual artist can perform. Meaning, you know, you can't choreograph this amazing complex situation and then have an actor that's capable of doing, you know, an eighth of it and having used a stunt double. We didn't even have a stunt double for Kurt then. So a lot of the choreography is pulled in line with his capabilities. Hence you see what you see. And also, and again, it sounds like, and I'm not putting Kurt down because when people watch Jackie Chan movies in the Hong Kong studies, they you just can't imagine how good these guys are. And they're able to perform their acrobatics and all the gymnastics on any surface, whether it's concrete or bitumen road or whatever. Kurt, unfortunately, needed to have more of a gymnasium type thing, which is why when you see this famous pommel horse scene, well, that was supposed to be where you tie goats up, but anyone that watches that goes, ah, that's a pommel horse, you know? <laughs> so a lot of the sets were very much designed to be comfortable for Kurt. And, right, right. and the whole thing is very tongue-in-cheek anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, it's yeah. just oh, yeah. a bit of fun. And It's uh, fun. It's fun. Yeah, Ooh. and I got to work with Techi Agbayani, who's a Filipina actress. I'd work with her in the Philippines, you know, and to work with Techi, as you see in the photo, a beautiful girl 
that was also a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, we had a good time. And the only other thing I'd say is that in fight scene, it was supposed to be three days to shoot this fight scene with Kurt. And it was supposed to be that, you know, I just slap him around. I just slap the crap out of him for ages until he finally sort of goes back to his gymnastics and pulls out some moves that defeat me. Yeah, and it ended yeah. up, instead of three days, we ended up with three hours to shoot that fight. And there's one scene where you see me run away from Kurt. That was purely because I had to run into another place where there was more sunshine so we could finish the fight for that <laughs> okay, day. Okay. Right. So right. it wasn't what it could have, should have been. It was a bit disappointing, but that's movie making. You know, yeah. you're yeah. you confined by the budget and you do what you can do. Well, well yeah, that's, yeah, amazing. that's amazing. They, they only had three, three hours. But yeah. it's, it's but kind it's, of the best one-on-one -on -one one fight in the movie, one though. In the movie, though. Yeah, it, it was fun. It was fun. I, so, I'm, you know... So. Like anybody, I always know what is possible, and we had a bit more time. It it could have turned into something, right? You know, a little better, but but it's all good. It's all good. yeah. I think uh, one of my, think, my favorite uh, scenes favorite in, the scenes in the, movie the movie is this one right here. <laughs> You're like, all right, he's checking out my girl. We can't have this. We can't have this. Yeah, so, a, little, uh, so, uh, a little bit of peacocking, as I call it. After had to get the sigh out and do a little bit of stuff, you know? And, yeah. Uh, it was pretty yeah. pretty funny, Kurt's response. As you remember, you can put your hardware back in your pants. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah. a, that's a that funny was, line. That yeah, funny. it was funny. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, but I enjoyed yeah, it. But I let's get on, it, to, uh, on to uh, Twinkle, Twinkle, Twinkle Lucky, Lucky Stars Lucky here. Stars here. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that was my was first, it filming Hong this? Kong, first Hong Kong movie. Um, I got kind of, you know, the origin of that, I was actually in Japan in a place called Fukuoka outside Osaka. And I was on tour with Linda Ronstadt doing bodyguard work. And I got a phone call in my room, not sure how they found me, but this Asian lady gets on the phone and says, Richard, hi, this is da da da. I work with Jackie Chan. He, he wants you to be in his movie, What's Your Price? And I went, whoa, 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 wait a minute, what do you, what, what, what? He wants you to be in your movie. I said, well, when would I have to be there? And oh, we need you here in three days. I said, well, that's, I can't, I'm, I'm on tour for another two months, can't do it. So that passed, I thought that was the end of that opportunity. And then sometime later, I got a call uh, through, um, and again, it was through a, a referral from Pat Johnson again, who had worked with Jackie on Rumble in the Bronx. Right, and he suggested right. that I could be somebody good for Jackie to use in one of his movies. So they contacted me about being in Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars, and uh, so off I went to Hong Kong, and I think that was 1984. Um, and again, what a what a learning experience that was, because you know I'm in the plane on the way over, thinking, oh, I'll be able to do this, and I'll be able to do that. Of course, when you get there and you're on that set, you belong to them, and you do what they want you to do. It's not <laughs> right, what you right. want to do. And you'll be on camera for as many times as it takes to get the action. And I'm talking 30, 40, 50 takes, if that's what it is. And rather than change the choreography to kind of suit what you do, they just have you do it over and over. And eventually, assuming you'll you'll kind of get it right. And working with Jackie and Yin Bill, um, and of course, the amazing Sammo Hong. There's, there's yes. nobody I respect more than Sammo Hong. And of course, Jackie being the maestro of martial arts, I was supposed to do the main fight with with Jackie, but he had hurt under his shoulder blade doing a stunt in another movie. Hence, oh. why I ended up doing the main fight with Samo and a smaller one with Jackie. But 
pretty pretty amazing experience working with the Hong Kong film crew and of course being on the set 18 hours a day seven days a week when we shot the fight stuff and uh, three and a half weeks it took just to shoot that one fight with uh, Samo pretty grueling but you know but what you know what it, 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 it looks fantastic you know it's it's to me it's the best one-on-one -on -one one -on -one fight, in that, fight in that movie yeah thank you and I I had a ball and I you know it I got on very well with Samo particularly, and he, he respected that I would take all the knocks. I wouldn't complain. No, you can knock me over a table. Yeah, and yeah. and for whatever reason, especially with Jackie, I had the timing that works for them. I mean, Jackie made a comment once that everything for him is about timing. It's not how well you kick punch. It's do you have the timing that works for their style of choreography. Now, that's, I'm not patting myself on the back end that I did anything specific to make that work. It just happened as a result of my karate training, my jiu-jitsu training, whatever. It just happened that I had the timing. So, you know, that was in, you know, God blessed me there with, with the timing that was necessary. Hence why I got to play in quite a number uh, more of Hong Kong movies. Yeah, they, yeah they, 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 knew, they knew they knew they, they, had, knew a they had a talent. They're like, we got like, to keep reusing, reusing this, guy. this guy. I actually I ran actually into ran Samo, Samo down in L.A. LA. There he is uh, right there. there. There you go. Yeah, How so, tall are you, uh, Preston? I'm not really that tall. I'm like 6'3 six, three and a half. That's tall. You make us both look like pencils. You look like you put us in your pocket and write checks on it or something. Yeah, but I ran into him down there. He was premiering Pedicab Driver. Oh, wow. And, uh, and uh, I, I got a chance I got to meet him just, just, just for a minute. And so Benny, I, too. I, I have not met any more creative action director or performer than Samo. I mean, look at the size of him. Jackie once said about Samo, he said, and he meant it as respect, you know, in Chinese terms. He said, Samo looks like an elephant but moves like a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> and that's true. You look at him, you know, in Twinkle Twinkle, there's a scene where I have to – Samo's on the table and I pick up a chair and have to swing it at his legs, right? And he said, okay, I'm going to do a big somersault. I'll flip, land on my feet, and da 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 And I'm literally looking around for the stunt double. Or <laughs> Samo ends up doing it something like 30 times perfectly. Oh and I went, oh, my God, this guy is, this guy is amazing, you know, with, with what he can do. And his choreography is, is second to yeah. none. Yeah. But in this but fight, in with, fight him, with him, you're just you're fast, just and, fast furious. and furious. You know, you know, like everything, like every, every, every movement is like, is like kind of like, kinda you know, like Rocky Four, what do you say about Ivan Drago? Everything he hits, he destroys. And it's it's harder for real martial artists that are green, that come straight into the movie industry, and they don't know how to hold back their kicks and punches, but still look convincing at the same time. Of course it's hard. You know, I, I get so many martial artists that ask me, oh, how do I get in the movies? Well, the first thing is you have to learn how to make a, a hit or a punch work for camera. Seems simple, but it's just not. When you're in the middle of complex choreography, you have to have peripheral awareness of where that camera is. You have to know what you're trying to make the hits work for because anything that shows a bit of air is no longer applicable. If You can't use it in the edit no matter how good the strike or the punch is. So... You have to understand. You also have to understand drama. Drama. You know, back in my day, you could do six fights in a movie and be a crap actor, and there could be virtually no story, and they would still sell it because it was just based on the fights. Nowadays, you have to become an actor. You have to understand how to become the character, and your action abilities should be almost incidental to that. 
because they can always get a double to a good st- martial arts stunt double to double an actor. So if you are a fighter, but you can also handle the drama, then it just makes you that much more hireable. Um, as far as control, yeah, they, I mean, that's a huge thing. They're not going to use anybody to fight with their lead, whether it's a Charlize Theron or a Margot Robbie or a Sammo Hong or Jackie Chan, if there's a risk that you're going to hurt them. Right. So right. there's there's a lot of trust involved. And, you know, luckily, again, my control was good, even though, albeit, I'd like to say that most of the body stuff you see in the Hong Kong movies is what you see. It's almost excessive contact. So you also have to be in good shape and be okay with that because they're doing it every day of the flipping year, year after year, you know. Right. That's right. just the way they did it. What you saw was actually happening. Of course, there's wires and all sorts of things like that, but it was very, very full on. So you needed timing. You need to understand camera. You need to understand control because, again, you smack Jackie in the nose and break your nose. You can imagine that's the end of the shoot. So there's there's a there's a lot of things that go into transferring your martial arts ability to an uh, to a stage you know involving camera and if it doesn't work for the camera it's it's of no use to anybody so it's a skill right, set right. that i advise anyone want to do it even if you set up your home movie camera your iphone put a fight scene together that you've seen get some mates together and just learn learn yeah, what yeah. it takes to make a punch sell the energy, the intent, everything like you're talking about twinkle and I call that intent. I mean, the only thing missing should be the contact. You should actually have the intent and the energy, not like a choreographed fight, but like it's real because that's what the audience need to believe, even though of course it's not real. Yeah, but yeah, like I but said, like you're said, fast and fast furious. And furious. You're, so you're fast, so fast, especially with especially the weapons. With the weapons. <laughs> yeah, but, speed, but, speed was always my thing in my training, you know, not so much yeah, power, yeah. but velocity and everything. I tried very hard, you know, to get a certain amount of speed. What I loved about this fight, though, was there's a little bit, of comedy, little bit of comedy in there because it's Samo. And, uh, and uh, he busts his nose open, he's got the blood, and then he wipes it on you. And you're like, ah. <laughs> and then he uses that as a distraction. It's so, it's funny. so funny. Did you see that back kick, by the way? He had the best spinning back kick. Do you see that thing? I mean, that was so accurate and so powerful. And anyone that doesn't know, Samo can really punch and hit. He has so much power in what he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but no, there was the comedy. But that's always, it was always a little tongue-in-cheek with yeah. those yeah. movies. Samo and Jackie particularly were, were it was about... a. Uh, Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton kind of humor in the physicality as opposed to a serious full-on drama, you know, and right, that's what right. made it work. I mean, that's where the line, painful, you know, I say painful. Yeah, and, so and he eventually he says, no, 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 he says, I can't feel anything because my body is all numb. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's Sam going backwards through that, that plate glass too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Respect to, yeah. amazing respect to Phenomenal Sarah. fight. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. And this is and him, right? Is this him also? Yeah, that oh was him doing the back. Oh, that, my God. That was a different guy just there. Right, right. But just about everything Still. else is, is Sama. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. I mean, the guy's indestructible. Do you sell any t shirts with you on it and it says painful underneath? No, so many people have wanted to do that. Come on. It just became a catchphrase. And that was Samo. That was a line because obviously, when I'm doing those movies, 
I just, I'm just asked to say something in English around the length they want for the Mandarin or Cantonese like lines because it's all in Chinese, you know. Right. right. And uh, so I never even know what words, though they did use a lot of my dialogue. When I did City Hunter, for instance, I, I actually insisted that they use my own voice, you know, except again in in Hong Kong and everything, of course, or wherever you happen to be in Europe, it's, it's going to be dubbed in Italian or French or right, right, Swahili right. or whatever the hell it is. You, know? yeah. you got some more you fan, some comments, more fan here. comments here. Dark, Dark, Dark Gable says, I'm a huge fan of Mr. Norton. Thank you. Uh, Appreciate down it. Here down here we have, we have uh, uh, here we go. Here we go. Marco Jesus. Jesus. Toronto, Toronto is missing, is missing Richard, Norton. Richard Norton. When he was on, he Kung, was on Fu, Kung Fu, the legend, the legend continues. Yeah, that was that was a thrill for me because I got to work with the the late great David Carradine on Kung Fu, the legend continues. So that was fun too to be there working uh, and and getting a chance to work with David, yes. another yes. one who's no longer with us, unfortunately. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, but I mean. You know, those, the Kung Fu, you know, series, you know, was, was just legendary. So that was great. Asian Movie Asian Enthusiast movie says, I grew up watching Richard, watching Richard and Cynthia, and Cynthia kicking, butt. kicking butt. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and a lot so of times I. Cynthia <laughs> kicking my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's great. She's I met her, great. too. She's, she's, she's really nice. Really I got my phone. Yeah, Cynthia's wonderful. I reached out, I reached to, her. Reached out to her. Hopefully we get her on the channel in the future. Oh, she would do it. She, she does these all the time. She's, oh, no. She's oh, great to hear. such a good interviewee and interviewer. Cynthia's uh, got uh, that personality, so you'd have a lot of fun with her. Oh, great, oh, great, great. great. <clears throat> Speaking of Cynthia, Cynthia. boom, Shanghai Express. Express. Yep. Let's talk about this. about this. What, what was it like filming Express, this one? We called it. That, most of that, a lot of that was shot in Thailand, and, um, you know, some of it was shot, of course, in Hong Kong, but... That was, uh, again, um, that was another fantastic experience. I think that was our first movie together, I believe, Cynthia and I working together. And, uh, yeah, I mean, again, another another great experience, except being on horses and sandstorms and then blowing sand and everything <laughs> in our faces and everything else that goes with it. But, yeah. but I, you know, that was when I got to work with, again with Shoji Kurata. Kurata, you know, of yes. course, yes. I uh, did a fight scene with him there. And, of course, he fought Jackie in Twinkle Twinkle using the Psy. Uh, but there's Shoji. He, he, what a gentleman! What an amazing martial artist! Oh, he yeah. was famous oh, yeah. in Hong Kong. He had done like 40 movies there. He was, uh, he was fantastic. Yeah, Loved two, him. Ma- yeah, two, two masters, two legends, two legends going, going at it right, right there. Yeah, that was great yeah, stuff. That was great stuff. He was really he trying, was really to, be trying to be sneaky in that, in that fight. <laughs> wow, well, come on. He was a, a ninja. ninja. That's right. <laughs> you know, he's supposed to be. And you got the timing, got the down, timing down, down, and then you started yeah, kicking on. That was yeah, great. Kicking a little bit of sand in my face, all that sort of biz. But yeah, Eureka, but Eureka uh, uh, that, is that is remastering all these classics, all these classics on Blu-ray. Did you know Millionaire's Express just came out? Remastered by Eureka. Instantly sold out. Sold out. Get out! That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I did, no, I didn't know that. I, I mean, no, I didn't know. Yeah. It's funny yeah. because you know when you do these movies, it's not like I don't think I have copies of most of them. You know, you tend to just move on and not go back. It's when I do an interview like this that it's it's fun because you get to go, oh wow, yeah, I remember that, and you get to relive parts of it, but. You know, people used to always say to me, oh, what did you think, you know, for the first time working with Jackie Chan? And 
To be honest with you, for me, as a martial artist who's getting into acting, it was just another gig. Oh, well, there's another job. You, it's only 10, 20 years later. Like I was talking to my friend Nate in uh, when we did Suicide Squad. He's a wonderful, wonderful uh, Canadian stuntman. And um, he was doubling Idris Elba on uh, Suicide Squad that's coming out. And it, it's, Nate was asking me about it because a bit like a lot of you guys, you know, fans of those movies and his eyes are like this. He says, Rich, you're part of history. Yeah. I mean, you've yeah. got to work with Jackie and Samo. And it's only then you go, yeah, wow, that's 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 great. You know, I, I feel incredibly privileged to have had that opportunity. And um, yeah, it's it's been a great journey. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, let's move, yeah, let's move on to Magic Crystal Magic here. Crystal here. <laughs> I know you have this know poster, you have this in, poster your house in your house somewhere. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't think I've even seen that particular poster. You know, the, 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 the funny thing about Magic, well, first of all, it was with Andy Lau. That was Andy Lau's first movie. He'd only done television before this, before oh, wow. he did this movie. And of course, he became a superstar, you know, following yeah, yeah. that and other movies. But I really enjoyed Magic Crystal uh, from the point of view that I got to use Psy because they didn't know I could use any weapons, you know. Oh, do you use any weapons? So we got to incorporate choreography with the Psy when I'm fighting Andy's character and Cynthia. So that was fun for me. And and I really thought the choreography was very standard. And I'm sorry, I forget the name of the choreographer, but really really did some interesting stuff and and it's different you know anyone who watches yeah, western yeah. movies you're not going to see the same thing it's it's for a particular audience european asian audience and the fight's gone forever but that was that's the artistry in what they do yeah, yeah so that that was a fantastic opportunity um you know again to work with cynthia and again to work with andy Lau and wong jing the director of course directed city hunter that's how i ended up getting the role in city nice, hunter nice. through having work with uh, wong jing on magic crystal but you gotta right, you, right. You, you i don't know whether you, you've even seen a when they cut to the alien that's the main <laughs> yeah. thing yeah it was yeah. like it was like a crumpled bit of paper mache, you know, where they crumpled it up with a couple yeah. of eyes. And Cynthia and I were like, oh, my God, what is that? You know? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. But the fights are, the legit, fights are though. legit, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. you and her, like, go, you and at her go at Again, it. Again, this yeah. is what I this mean, chat. I mean, Fast, and, Fast furious. and furious. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah, we just, we, you know, and Cynthia's very strong. She's excellent with her placement of a technique. And, uh, you know, so it's fun. It's fun to work with somebody that, that knows what they're doing because then you just focus on the intent of the fight and uh, off you go. I mean, it takes a bit of work because, you know, my character was supposed to be this Russian dude that knew all different martial arts. Well, good luck with that. You know, I didn't, right. I never studied Chinese arts. I was more Japanese, you know, background and kickboxing and all of that. So it <clears> took <throat> a bit of work and a bit of adapting for me, but that's the fun of it. You get to get out of your comfort zone and, Try something a little different. So yeah. it was yeah. it was great. There we go. There we go. Asian movie Asian says movie Magic Crystal, Magic Crystal, Crystal is, awesome. is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this is oh, fun. We're having, having a blast. Now, now there's another, there's YouTuber. another YouTuber. Let me give a shout out to him, Mr. Tony of the Dead. Of the dead. Uh, I, uh, sometimes I sometimes go to his, go channel, his channel and we, and we review, review post apocalyptic films. So I never got a chance to see. 
Equalizer 2000 until, until you know we got you know, around we got to around reviewing, it. reviewing it. So I knew so I, I was knew, already a big fan. Already a big fan. I already knew you. Tony's never, you know, he's we're getting, he's just now getting into more martial arts movies. Come on, Tony, catch up, son. Go and binge watch on the weekend. Yeah, there you go. Binge watch everything. There you go. But so this is his first time seeing you, and he and me and him were just cracking up because we were like, dude, this guy is like this character, Richard himself. It's like it's the like perfect the example, example of the alpha, of the alpha male. male. <laughs> Just ripped, 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 glistening, glistening. Got one of the greatest, the greatest, most badass, most badass guns, guns in movie history. history. Earring in, in his ear. Total badass. badass. Yeah, he, yeah, he had a blast, had a blast uh, watching uh, the film. And he was already, he was like, already a like a fan. And this was his well, first, well, film. first film. And that was a, a Coleman-inspired film, Roger Coleman, who yeah, is, you know is famous, you know, for doing more of the lower budget movies and, mm -hmm. um, Sirio Santiago, a Filipino <clears throat> director who had done hundreds of movies. I work with him and, uh, you know, I got to work with Corinne wall, who thank you very much. was penthouse pet of the year. When we did that, that there was you go. tough. There you go. Somebody had to do it though. <laughs> Preston, somebody had to take up the gun. And again, it was, uh, it was amazing. I loved, I did so many movies in the Philippines and, just beautiful people just went out of the way to help. It was all blood and guts, by the way. I mean, most of the stuff you see is in old rock quarries and everything. I used to say, God, Syria, you think I'm a friggin' mountain goat? You know, it was <laughs> it was tough going, but again, yeah. just yeah. a fantastic experience. You know, oh, it's a, it's oh, a, it's fun, a fun action action. And that What's gun, the... by the way, that whole gun actually worked. The shotgun worked. The armalite worked. And the rocket launcher work. They no. had an armor that made it. So it's not like everything's all mock. Now, of course, we're not firing real rounds in it. Right. But right. The, it was actually a usable bit of uh, bit of machinery, that gun. So. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Fun fact, Chad. Uh, here you go, uh, Movie Dojo Army. Army. Get ready to see, ready to see uh, one of the greatest uh, one of the movie greatest posters. One of the most badass movie, movie posters of all time. Of all time. <laughs> 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 there you go. I, I, I'm going to buy this and hang it up in the house somewhere. This is what posters are all about, baby. This is this is this is what it's all about. Yeah. But I love you know I love the scene. You come across the gun and you're like, ooh, I can modify this. Yep. And make it more badass. Here you go, chat. This is what the gun looks like. This is one of the greatest guns in movie history. Boom. Look at that. Look at that. Hey. It's, hey, it's amazing. It's amazing. You're not going to see anything like that, now. like that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. this is a blast. I'm having so much fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, like but you yeah, were mentioning like earlier, you made so many, more, made so many movies more movies with Cynthia. With Cynthia. Uh, I love this, uh, promo, I love this shot. promo shot. Love that. Love that. Now, what, yeah, was this, which movie was this for? This is for one of the Rage and Honors. I think Rage and Honor 2. Okay. Um, one we shot in Los Angeles and the other one we shot in Indonesia, the second one. Uh, and I think it was for that. I'm pretty – yeah, it definitely wasn't China or Rabine. So it was one of the Rage and Honor movies that Cynthia and I did together. Right. Preston right. Michaels was my name. You know, I was like – There you go. There you go. Cop <laughs> or whatever, you know, more, more hunky hero stuff. There more you go. shit. It's fun. It's, it's fun. fun. It's fun. The, the, there's one guy there's you fought in that movie. He had long white hair. Do you remember, yes. him? remember him? Yes. Yeah, of course I do. And God, you, you're going to ask me his name and I can't remember. No, it's now. fine. But yeah, that was on a rooftop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys, yeah have you guys have good chemistry, good chemistry in, terms, in of terms of fighting each other. Yeah, each other. He, he had done a few action movies uh, himself. And 
God, I, it's, again, I'm sorry, I forget his name. But oh, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. I remember. You got Orlando, got Orlando here. here. That was that an was awesome, an awesome weapon. weapon. There you go. There you go. Uh, Marco, uh, Marco says, says his first his Norton, Norton movie was, was Return, of, Return Kickfighter. of Kickfighter. Another Filipino movie. Uh, and, of course, that's when I got to work with Benny the Jet Urquidez, legendary martial artist. We did a fight in the ring. Again, even that fight was, was okay. But, you know, what I do want people to realize, I feel a little embarrassed as a martial artist, but what they need to know is that my character was not supposed to know martial arts. And I remember when we started doing that fight, anybody that knows Benny the Jet knows that when Benny is the ultimate combatant, he's the ultimate fighter. He had an unbeaten kickboxing record. And so when Benny gets in the ring and sets his gaze on you, it's like these, these intense eyes and you immediately feel like prey. You feel like, you're praying that he's the alpha and he's the, the predator. So when we got in the ring, you know, the first thing that happened is I, Benny gets in, we start to carry, my hands just came up like this because I'd been training with Benny. And no, no, you have to be down here. You're like a street fighter that doesn't know what to do. That was one of the hardest things is to face <laughs> Benny with my hands down here. But anyway, he, he's a dream to work with. And again, the consummate martial artist said so that, that, was particularly a thrill for me to get to work with, you know, Senzai Benny in a movie. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. I, I got a chance, I, I got to, a meet chance to meet him twice. Great guy. Great guy. Um, um, I really want to really watch, watch this. Is there any Is way there to any check, way out, to check this? out this? The Sword, the Sword of, Bushido. of Bushido. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that movie. That was directed by a very close old friend of mine, Adrian Carr. We shot that in Thailand. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that movie and still do. It didn't, it, I'm not sure whether it got the release it should have, but one of the, one of the great things is working with, um, Obata sensei, Toshishida Obata. He's an Aikido master and sword master. He's his own sword school. And to actually get to do a sword fight with him was again, just something I'll never forget because this, this guy is amazing. He can make anybody look good. I, you know, you might remember I worked with Obata again in China. O'Brien, uh, we did a fight scene. That's right. And, that's right. Uh, you know, he's, 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 he's just incredible. In fact, that sword fight in Sword of Bushido, we're actually in the second half of that fight. We had bamboo swords to begin with. Well, they all didn't last very long. So we ended up using Obata's actual live blades. They were actual live samurai sword blades. Oh, man. And he was nice enough. He said he wouldn't do it with anybody else, but he trusted me. I trained, you know, Obata Sensei trained me at his dojo for a while on Tamashi Giri cutting the straw and sword work. And so he trusted me, and I, of course, trusted him. But a lot of that fight was done with a live blade. Like, oh you'll see goodness. him cut these two big, thick bamboos that are in a pot. Even that would have been close to a world record, the way he cut that. That was an actual cut. That wasn't a trick. He did oh. it, and oh. he's, he's the absolute real deal. So, uh, yeah, a lot nice. of fun. Nice. I was able, I to, was at able to at least watch, the, watch that, the, duel, that on duel on YouTube. Yep. It was a good that fight. It was a good fight. Yeah, no, I, 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 I like that. And, you know, the little fight, there's a, a fight, little chase. We, you see, we didn't have a budget to actually get a car. And, of course, how do you cut off all the streets in the middle of Thailand and Bangkok and race around in a car? Hence, we decided on this little go-kart. Yeah. And it was fun. And there were literally no streets shut off. I mean, we could have been cleaned up at any second. So we're doing this whole chase with me and this little go-kart. Right. But it was 
a bit of sort of almost comedy relief, you know, <laughs> rather than normal car chase. It made a little different. So, uh, and yeah. Rochelle, yeah. she was in this, and uh, yeah, it was it was a really really good experience. And again, working with my friend Adrian Carr, you know, as a director, it was uh, great to collaborate. Nice. How about uh, Under the Gun here? That's another Under the Gun, very very dear to my heart, mainly because we shot that here in Melbourne, Australia. Nice. Uh, I produced it with a, a dear friend, Paul Curry, who's now gone on to produce major, major movies. That was his first producing role. And, uh, you know, working with Kathy Long, who's a legendary kickboxer in her own right, oh, yeah. brought Kathy out. Yeah. yeah, and again, a tiny budget. You know, you have no money to work with, but I got to use a lot of local Aussie, you know, legends, Australian martial artists in it. And especially the biggest thrill for me is the the accountant. That's Tino Severano, who was my first karate instructor. He's the one that set me on my martial arts journey. Nice. And Tino and I get out, I ended up doing this whole fight scene in the office. And you know, the funny thing is, in the script, I was supposed to shoot him and or beat him in the fight. I said, I can't. I can't. I'm his student. Like in real life, I, said, I can't do that. I just can't. Even on film, as a character, I can't do it. <laughs> Hence, I ended up shooting him in the ankle and shooting him rather than physically right. beating him because out of respect i said yeah. no i i can't beat my my original sensei you know yeah yeah <laughs> that's awesome that you that this is one of your favorites here yeah is this is this, is this on dvd is there a way i can watch this yeah now it's on dvd for okay. sure great i'm, uh, I'm definitely was, gonna check it, was, it out it was called uh, our our title was under the gun they changed it to iron fist i didn't like the f title iron fist okay. but anyway i said i don't get any say in that and right. uh that so it was released under different titles, you know, depending on okay. where in the world you tried to get it. But fun movie. Also, Sam Greco. Sam Greco, I do a fight, you know, with this pool cue and everything. Sammy, is he was a world Kyokushin champion, also MMA and nice. a K1 kickboxer. Big dude, old friend. And again, just to work with people like that makes the whole process worthwhile. You know? Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to check that out. I'm probably going to track it down as soon as we're done here. Track it down. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I recently watched Rage uh, the other day also. And uh, I love the fight in that movie. The, the, not the recent Rage, which we'll get to later. Right. Old, old school Rage. <laughs> right. Um, the really good fight with the martial artist who, who played the Jamaican character. That was a really good fight in that yeah, movie. Yeah. Um... You mean the the blonde-headed guy? Which which he had, he had dreads. Oh, 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 Chuck Jeffries. Yeah. No, Chuck. Chuck is from Washington D.C. Chuck, right. you know, doubled um, a lot of great actors. He's a choreographer, an amazing, amazing martial artist, and um, he, you know, it was so great to get to work with Chuck. I mean, that guy is talented as you know. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, that that was an enjoyable experience working with Chuck Jeffries, and um, as I said, he's 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 doubled some uh, um, amazing actors, and again, just an amazing uh, martial artist. So yeah, check that out. Yeah, yeah, that fight was really good. All right, City Hunter. Yeah, what fun this movie was, based off of the Japanese manga and anime. Very hilarious, over the top, and just a lot of fun action comedy right here. I'm sure you got a lot of City Hunter stories. Yeah, and again, City Hunter was off the manga comics. You said it was actually 
aimed at an even younger audience that Jackie would normally go for. It's a bit of a gamble for him in some ways because you notice the comedy in it is a little little more or a little pushed a little further than a lot of other movies that Jackie did. Yeah. That was directed by Wong Jing, who I said directed Magic Crystal, and he was the one who pushed for me to be in Steady Hunter. And we shot all the exteriors in Japan, you know, in Tokyo Harbor on a ship. And the, the ship was a cruise liner that we, we, the production sort of basically rented half the ship and half was open to general public. And the other half, it ended up with hundreds of schoolgirls that were all Jackie Chan fans <laughs> that bought tickets to be on the cruise just to yeah. be around Jackie. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> and, uh, you know, even my character, you know, like with the when I'm using the screamer sticks or this yeah. black table short sticks, yeah. They, again, it wasn't supposed to be curly and perfectly arranged. They almost wanted to be to look like a mad professor when I'm, you know, beating the daylights out of him yeah, with that. Yeah. But, but that was fun. It was a long fight. It took six and a half weeks to put that fight together along with other aspects. And uh, so it's always a, it's, it's quite a tough process. But the fun always for me is when you go and see a screening, not having seen so much of what was shot that you're not in, and to sit back and just crack up because it, it was it was hilarious with some of the yeah. the yeah. jokes and everything else they put in City Hunter. Especially your fight with Jackie was 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 really intense, and then it turned into comedy, and it was just a lot of fun. Like when you were yeah. when you were beating him down, and he started break dancing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> until yeah. until that did, that didn't last too long, and then he's like, I got to stop doing this. I'm getting beat up. Me and my wife were in tears. We literally yeah. were laughing so hard. We were like, oh, my God, this is great. Well, you know, and you remember the tear that runs yeah. down. Jake, like, and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> and, then, and that was the whole point. You know, a lot of, yeah. you know, what people probably realize if they don't with Jackie is that he said to me when we first worked, he said, you will never have gratuitous score, profanity, sexual innuendo. It was very much. He wanted his movies to particularly appeal to a family. He said, if the kids like the movie, They'll get the parents to take them two and three and four times. So he's very smart in understanding his audience. Yeah. Now, as you know, later on, of course, Jackie did, you know, do some serious drama, of which he's amazing at. But yeah. especially back then, that was the whole point that he action. He had Jackie had every silent movie from Buster Keaton to Charles Chaplin to Three Stooges. He understood and wanted it to be that if you turn the noise, the sound off to one of his movies, that you could sit back and enjoy like a silent movie and enjoy the comedic athleticism and comedy of the physical action, and that that was the key a lot of times to you know Jackie's films. Right. No. Very well said. Very well said. But it looked like you were having a blast playing this character, <laughs> this main villain in here. It looked like you were having a, a lot of fun. Was that your you first know, time working with uh, Gary Daniels? Yeah, first time. I, I, I did know Gary, but uh, that was I think that was almost one of uh, Gary's first movies, you know, to go over. And, and that came about, he just sent a video with him doing the splits and a few things. That's how he ended up getting cast. He just sent it to Hong Kong management, and that's how that role ended up for Gary. Right. But, yeah, this was just a fun fight. <laughs> like, this was just a lot of fun. And I love how, you know, you were kind of just playing innocent at first, like, don't don't hurt me. And then all of a sudden, you're like, gotcha. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming with them sticks. <laughs> and, and, and again, I'd love to take 
credit for the choreography, but it's all them, mate. That's what they do so well, you know. Oh, yeah. Put that stuff together. And the reason it takes so long is because Jackie has such a level of excellence he wants out of every take that you will go for days if that's what it takes. There was a scene in the beginning of this fight where he there's a gun on the floor and he kicks the gun up and catches it. That yeah. took like three to, three quarters of a day nonstop to just get the one take where it lands correctly and they go, okay, we've got it, now we move on. But wow. he understood that the, the, the action was why the kids watched his movies, not the drama, not the talking heads. So they would just put as much time as it took into getting those action right, as opposed to a Western movie where you have a master, you've probably got a day or two at the most to shoot it, and you get what you get. If they yeah. did it another week, they would take another week. If it took another two weeks, they'd take it in order to get the action to the caliber that he, he particularly wanted. Yeah, yeah. It takes time. But look at but look at the results, you know. I know. Look exactly. at the results. So let's segue when you got to work with Jackie again. That's right, Mr. Nice Guy, which is another fun uh, action comedy. Again, Warner Media just released this on Blu-ray, and it's selling like crazy. Like, That's fantastic. Now, I'm very I'm glad to hear that. But it's a lot of nostalgia for me, and of course, City Hunter was shot. The biggest thrill was it's shot. Most of it was shot here in Melbourne, Australia, where I live. And some yeah. of the Hunter Valley, which is sort of a wine uh, area outside of Sydney. And it was Samo again directing that. And he was the one that just insisted I play that role. You know, and the role was originally written for it's described in the script as a New York mafiosa. I said, yeah, a blonde headed Australian, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, then he slicks my hair back. And I remember saying to Samo, I said, oh, Samo, can't I have just look, have normal looking hair? And, no, 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 you've got to look like this. And he slicks my hair back, gives me a big cigar to smoke. I nearly passed out a number of times because he insisted on me keeping it in my mouth and puffing it continuously. So right, right, right. And, of course, not ever being the smoker, that was that was hard enough in itself. But <laughs> once again, it was fun. A lot of Aussie stunt guys got to work with us in that movie. So, uh, and. Yeah. Again, I would I would only mention the biggest disappointment. We went something still like two months over over okay. budget, and I was again supposed to have a big fight at the end with Jackie, but they just completely ran out of time. Oh, and I so was that's what happened. Being a smartass Giancarlo, I thought everybody is just going to want to see Giancarlo get his ass kicked, and in yeah. the end, I end up getting bowled over by a mining truck. But right there, you go. Okay, so that it's, makes more sense now because I always wondered why there wasn't an in fight. I mean, yeah, don't well, get me wrong; know, this, this was fun. I mean, this yeah. was fun with you torturing him. <laughs> but that was the, and that was the whole lead up. I'm supposed to be this wise guy. Got him tied up, and yeah, you, you just wanted to see me get my butt kicked. And unfortunately, we just didn't get time to make that happen. But there right. you go. And and it was more of a western movie, so there wasn't the same control over it from Jackie's point of view, where he could just say, like in Hong Kong, he owns whatever he's doing and in right. china you could again if you want to take another six months that's what happens in our country and being a more of a western there's a limit on budget and the producers just finally say no that's it you're going to finish on this day end of story right. you know so it's yeah. a different different process still a still a very fun movie and it's sold so well that warner media is now remastering and releasing uh drunken master 2 you know, mm. so I'm sure That's if Mr. Nice Guy didn't sell that well, they probably weren't 
probably going to take a risk on releasing more Jackie. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, that's but right. you being a badass in all these martial arts films, you also on the side you have been a part of all these there's so many your resume is insane like all these other projects of you know fight choreographer and stunt coordinator and you know i'm just looking through all this stuff i mean you got the amazing spider-man the suicide squad movie the very the brand new suicide squad movie coming out triple front triple frontier x-men dark phoenix it is it's your resume is so impressive It's, it's 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 awesome but let's talk about one of the films that motivated me to create this YouTube channel right now, okay. Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. That's right. Yes, Mad Max Fury Road. That's like my second movie review on this channel. <laughs> right. No, what an experience! Look, first of all, you can imagine for me as an Aussie to be finally involved in such an iconic Australian franchise in action movies as Mad Max. It doesn't get bigger than that. And uh, I was, you know, I was fight coordinator on it and one of, and also getting a role, you know, as, as one of the henchmen as a word, you know, the Furiosa's kind of henchmen. And it was, it was great. I mean, look at this guy, Nathan, Nathan, there is yeah. six, seven, if you can believe it, a huge dude. Yeah, he's huge. And uh, Hugh Keyes Byrne played, you know, the Immortan who you see in the front yeah. there with the mask on. He yeah. unfortunately passed away yeah. not that long ago. But I had my head shaved because, and we had silver and everything on because our heads, forehead was supposed to represent like the front of a polished Ford grill. We, right. you know, it was all about V8 motor cars where you see yeah. this, this sign is supposed to represent a V8. And we were paying homage to all the old vintage cars and everything else. And of course, it's post apocalyptic. So everything in it is yeah. supposed to be scavenged and, we build yeah. our world out of that post-apocalyptic world, but yeah, fun movie. And every stunt you see in that is a real stunt man it's putting insane. his bike on the line. That's what we call old school. Sure, there were CGI that. and effects and everything, but the Look stunts were unbelievable. It's yeah. insane. That is insane. That's all in the and same that's shot. All, that's all Guy, Guy Norris. Guy Norris I've worked with for 25, 30 years. He's the supervising stunt coordinator, second unit director. That's out of his brain, as well as, of course, George Miller. George, George's fingerprints are over every print of yeah. that film. Ridiculous. and But so much prep, so much rehearsal, shot in Namibia, you know, in Africa, dust and sun and heat and everything else. It was grueling, but what a great end result. And and there's another one going to start up next year, so that's that's very exciting. I'm, I'm I'm excited for that. I want to see where where Miller takes us now. What adventure are you? Are yep. you going to be involved with that too? At the stunts, I look. I, I won't presume anything, but I certainly hope so. I do know my character is in there. In fact, Guy took great pleasure of telling me, "Yeah, you'll be coming back." But I think it's like one day, so I get to shave my head for one day, which he was delighted telling me. Nice. Oh, no, I don't want to be bald again. You know. <laughs> there you go. That'd be cool. Anyway, to it, though. Yeah. But who do who knew back in the eighties, you know, you're representing the post apocalyptic action genre. Who knew many years later you would actually be in the movie that started it all, that started the genre, Mad Max Free Road. That's right, the next in the chapter. I mean, that's pretty awesome. And you, and it's yeah. funny because when me and my wife watched the movie, we felt proud. <laughs> we felt nice. proud when you showed up because we we're like. Oh, it's Richard Norton. Yeah. We were like, yeah, Richard Norton. And, 
especially doing a fight scene with Charlize and getting headbutted, I said, if you're going to get headbutted by anybody, it might as well be by Charlize Theron. And, you know, know, the story about that was I was supposed to headbutt Charlize, you know, when I put that fight together. Okay. I remember saying to George, Charlize has a very bad neck from a previous sort of injury she had. I said, said, George, that's a very hard reaction to snap your head straight backwards from things like a headbutt. I said, how about we let Charlize headbutt me? And he loved it, and Charlize loved the idea. So that's how it came about that I got headbutted and then thrown (laughs) off the giga horse. Okay. Right. But still, it was great seeing you in the film. It was always great yeah, seeing thank you. you. It's like, yeah, Richard's in there. That's awesome. We were we were proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Any other future projects you got coming out? I know the most recent movie uh, called Rage, which I saw the trailer. It looked like a very, interest, looked a very interesting thriller. Well, you, you know what was good for that person is that I got to play a cop. It's a crime thriller. There's no action in it per se. You know, right. it's a crime thriller, revenge movie. So... And it was a local producer, John Ballard, that wanted me to work in it. And I'm, I'm very much about trying to help young and upcoming filmmakers if I can, uh, because they're carrying the torch. I've had a great career. And, and I yes. love being in front of the camera doing a drama and playing a, a, a cop. Uh, yeah. You know, and I, think, I think the movie turned out really, really well. Hopefully, we'll do some more with John um, in the future. And yes, you know, there's other projects. On the boils, about three or four, in fact. I don't want to even talk about them because I've learned to keep it close to the chest because if you've got four, you're lucky if one goes. So we just throw everything against the wall and hope something sticks. Right. Then it's good to talk about it. If I talk about it now and it doesn't happen, you end up looking like a dick. So I have no thoughts of retirement. I'm going to hang in there, whether it's as a fight coordinator stunt coordinator and actor i'm i'm into the long haul because yes. i'm just still loving the journey yes and then and, and we're loving the journey with you you know it's just i can't believe you told me you were 71 and i you do you do not look it you look way Thank younger you. than that <laughs> but job. you know again uh, we look I, I need to check out rage movie dojo army make sure you check it out uh, but uh, I need to check that out definitely. Yeah, and, yeah, and, 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 uh, and I just want to preface up saying, please don't expect this going to be a typical Norton film with action. No, it's, it's just a drama, bad. but it's a it's a good drama. Mm-hmm. It's quite long, but I think it's incredibly yeah. enjoyable. Shoots, I really encourage. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know what? Even if it's just to support local filmmakers, you know, I'm all for that. You know, it means that they get to make more movies and yes. actors get to work more, and that's a good thing. And we do that all the time here on the channel. We always support yeah. the indie indie filmmakers. We got to support them, you know. But yeah. again, uh, you know, this has been a blast having you here, uh, Richard. Uh, an honor to have you here on the channel, hanging out with us in the Movie Dojo Army. Uh, again, you know, just all of your achievements. Congratulations with Thank your career. You. Thank you. And with your career, we just you know want to say congratulations from the heart there. And you're still. In shape, still a badass, still teaching martial arts, and still passing the torch and teaching, you know, new people that want to get into the business or people who just want to learn martial arts in general. And that's why, uh, you know, we love you for that, you know. Thank you. And Thank uh, you. we're going to be Appreciate keeping your eye still because you're not done. You're still badass. No, we're still keeping an eye on you. Again, we'll have some new stories to talk about. Oh, sure. Yes. Always make, yeah. I always tell our guests, make this your second home. Come back whenever you want. You know, we talk about movies, films, or any future projects. Make this your your second home, my friend. Wonderful. All right. 
Thank you all for hanging out with us today, Movie Dojo Army. Thank you for liking, sharing, and subscribing and hanging out. Make sure you support uh, Richard Norton's films. That's right. Watch them all. Buy them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you, everybody. And I, I hope you enjoyed the chat. Uh, you know, I can, I'm can. i a good talker. I can go on forever. But hopefully we didn't ramble on too much. But I oh, appreciate no. the support and uh, the interest. And we're just doing what we can do. i got to tell you, I mean, I look at some of the films I did back then. I look at what they're doing now, like Scott Adkins and Michael J. White and people like this. Oh, my God, they've just taken it to a whole different level. And God bless them because we did what we did back in the 80s and the yeah. 90s. They've now gone, oh, okay, but we can also do this. And I love that. You know, I love yeah. seeing the metamorphosis of, of martial arts on film and that the, the gymnastic and athletic ability of some of these kids now is, is fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, hats just off. yes, hats off to them. And uh, you know, I just had Marco Zoror on here. He was on the channel Sunday, another phenomenal martial artist, and he's great. Uh, but yeah, you still had to kick the door in, though. You and Cynthia had to kick the door in to yep. open it for these younglings to, to yeah. you know, pave the way. That's right, and that's why we show <laughs> we show nothing but respect. That's right, we show respect to you, my friend. Thank and, you. And uh, again, like I said. Always come back whenever. Just give me a call. We want to talk movies or plug any future projects. It's always an honor to have you here. Uh, don't forget, chat tomorrow, Thursday for the next versus episode. Wheels on Meals versus Dragons Forever. We're gonna have a. We're gonna have ten people. We're gonna have wow. a ten man panel tomorrow uh, with Rick Myers, Bobby Samuels, Alex Richter, Frank Jang, and many, many, many more. We're gonna be hanging out with the old samurai tomorrow, and we're gonna have a lot of fun. So make sure you guys show up for that. And uh, until next time, thank you, Richard. Don't go anywhere. And we'll see all you badasses next time. Okay.